have no questions today, Nello. Today's podcast, the final podcast, two peas in a pod. It's just it's it just is. stream of consciousness. Stream of consciousness. <laughs> That's where we've come to. <laughs> right. um, so I guess, Brian, what I wanted to touch base on is like last time we spoke about, I, I, I suppose, theological reasons yeah. for why we should want to come back. Yep. to church yep. Yep. um i i guess in a similar vein i, I want to actually talk a little bit about what church is mm. and why it's important for us to get back to it okay um uh, looking at a similar thing but from a different perspective and the reason i, I want to raise this with people is that like i like i said last week um i'm seeing three distinct groups of people Mm. Uh, in the congregation. I don't know if you've come across this yet. Um, you've got it those who, well, you've got those who are absolutely ready to go rip roaring. Mm. Uh, and, you know, I praise God for them, right? Mm. And then you have those who are fearful to come back mm. because they think they're going to get sick or, or maybe they want to err on the side of safety, mm. right? To which, to them, I, I want to say, you know, We've had 28 days of no That's right. transmissions. We've yeah. all but eradicated yeah. the virus. No active cases as well. There's no active that's, that's cases. It? It's, it's wonderful news. Mm. Whatever you believe about the virus, I mean, that's wonderful to hear. Yeah. There really is no safety reason mm. for why you shouldn't come back. And so please don't be impacted by your fears. Come yeah. back. Right. But then there's a third group, which is... Uh, perhaps larger than I think. Okay. Uh, coming back to church uh, is almost like a bit of an inconvenience. We've yeah. gotten into this groove. Yeah. And so they want to come back, but it's kind of like... <sighs> yeah, it's it's and, a big hump to kind of yeah. Yeah, to jump over, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, and, I've been and, feeling and, that too. Yeah. yeah, so I hear it in phrases like, I oh, will wait yeah. until... Right, so it might be we'll wait until the new year, mm. or we'll wait until more people are allowed to come back. Mm. And, and I want to say I'm quite concerned about that. Right, it's not as if I'm fearful. Mm. Right, it's just like I'll wait for a better time. Mm. And so what I want to do this morning, uh, as we look at all this stuff, is talk about what's really important about the church and why taking that approach that I'll wait until is not healthy. So that's what I want to try and cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think that's a great, uh, yeah, great to speak into that. There's three groups there, uh, and, and particularly the second and third group is, yeah, is kind of a what little you're touching bit. on. And, and also, yeah, why church is so important, what church is. So why don't you take yeah. us away, Nalo? Well, so I guess the first thing I want to say is that in one sense, Corona has changed a lot, not the beer. <laughs> I could just look at your face, man. No? The corona, yeah, yeah. Uh, the coronavirus, yeah. it, it's changed a lot of things, hasn't it? Right. But what is fundamentally important about the church still mm. remains. Yeah. But I'll give you an example. Yeah. Last Sunday and the Sunday before, you and I were at church and we gathered together for the first time in Lord knows how many months. 
Mm. Right. And everyone wore, wore masks. We tried to socially distance. Uh, you know, we tried to didn't, we, you know, we tried not to touch door handles that That's we right. didn't need to yeah, touch. Yeah. We, we did the know. QR codes. We'd... We did all that. Okay. And, and at the very end of the service, we mingled, but we did that outside. And, and in, and in your, all the important, and, 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 in, and it was good to be there, but mm. it felt very different, didn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, but in all the important ways, nothing's changed. Mm. We're we're still the people of God. We still gathered in God's presence to bring Him glory. Mm. We still uh, affirm that His righteous rule is important for us to live by as we live obedient lives under His uh, commands. We still love one another with the same love with which the Father had loved the Son. Um, we still testify to the truth and the power of the gospel before a watching world and the fact that it changes us. Um, God's people all through um, God's dealing with humanity worshipped him in lots of different circumstances and some of those, if you stop and think about it, weren't ideal. Yeah. They worshipped God as slaves in Egypt. That wasn't ideal. Yeah, they worshipped God as exiles in Babylon, mm. uh, as wanderers in the wilderness, as objects of persecution in Rome. So all through that, God's people continue to worship God. God's people in God's place under God's rule and the pandemic is just another one of those things where it's it isn't ideal. ideal. That's right. But we still do what we do, and what we do fundamentally has not changed. Mm. And so we've got to get back and do it. Mm. Are you? Would you be speaking to the person who thinks, "Oh, it's just so different," and it's is it really church what we're doing now? When we're gathering is that kind of what you're speaking or you're just speaking well, to the person who's um yeah it's it, it's different and it's very hard and you know yeah i, I want to yeah so i guess I, I guess what i'm speaking to is that fundamentally what we did before pandemic is what we're now. doing now yeah, yeah. despite you, the differences despite the differences yeah, yeah. And, okay, and if yeah. you came then yeah. you should be coming now yeah, yeah. despite the differences yeah, that's right yeah that's right. yeah yeah, so I'm hearing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's helpful. What do you have to say to the, just just another one on that? Yeah. We've only got 20 people and I'm hearing a lot of, oh, I'll let, I'll let the other people come first. <laughs> there are other people who are more needy than me, that sort of thing, who, who need to, uh, maybe they live alone, for example. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. And so I'm, I'm seeing that people are just hesitant to come because of those reasons. Maybe they think about the other person. I, yeah, what, what do you think about that? Um, I think that's great, yeah. uh, but we but there will be quickly a time, you know, like a week and a bit's time, yeah. and that's not going to be the case. That's right. We're going up to at least 50, aren't we? So, yeah, 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 50, maybe 60, maybe right? 60. Yep. Um, and so that kind of other person-centeredness doesn't worry me. Mm. Um, I, I think that that's a good it's thing. Good. Yeah. But, you know, equally, if you get to Friday night and you see that, it, you know, there are tickets that are still mm. available. Yeah. Jump online and take them, right? Yeah. And we've said time and again, if you're struggling to know how to book, just give me or you Myself. or yeah. someone on the board yeah. a, a yell and we'll do that for you. Mm -hmm. But I think my concern is for yeah. 
um, the fact that we've fallen into this, we've fallen into this kind of habit through no fault of our own. Mm. It's just the way it's gone. Mm. Is that church is what the way of doing church on stream for months is really convenient, right? Um, it, it's elevated our comfort and elevated that sense of consumerism yeah. uh, to a level that uh, perhaps wasn't there beforehand. Yeah. Because if you stop and think about it, going to church is really convenient. It's oh, always yeah. inconvenient. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. But the way we've been doing church is it's, all about convenience. Oh, it's so easy. <laughs> you right? can be in your PJs, wake up. Yeah, yeah exactly, right? We, we can hear a sermon when we want. Yeah, so if we want, we don't even have to join at 10 o'clock. We can listen to it later. Yeah. We, we, we very rarely interact with other people. And when we do uh, over Zoom, morning tea which is great we we don't kind of have to get out of our couch clothes yeah. <laughs> uh, and so it can be hard to muster the energy mm. to actually start going again mm. right? but here's the thing one of the things that drives us ought to be the thing that god loves we love mm. right so god loves righteousness we love righteousness god loves the lost we love the lost. Yeah. And so our fundamental motivation for committing ourselves mm. to the church has not changed mm. because of coronavirus. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We commit ourselves to go and serve and love because God loves the church. Mm. Mm. Right? Mm. God promised to be present with his people when they gathered in his name, that he serves the church by making her holy and that he loves the church by dying for her. So what God loves, we ought to love. And he loves us, and he loves it when we gather and give him praise. And, and that ought to be our motivation. It was very much our motivation before Corona came. Mm. Oh, I don't want to go this morning, darling. You know, don't. no, come on. <laughs> this is important. God That's says right. it's important. Yeah. So now we've got to get out of that mode of saying, what was convenient for me, and we've kind of been lulled into it, mm. to saying, okay, God loves it, I love it, I get there, even if it's inconvenient. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. So being convicted theologically um, that it is, it is, this is true, you know, God loves his church, we ought to love what God loves. Um, there, uh, but kind of recognizing that, yeah, we are, it is a transition, right? Yeah. It is hard. It is hard to, to go from what you've gone from, uh, waking up five minutes before the service in your PJs, jumping online to, I have to wake up an hour earlier now. I have to be intentional and think about that. Yeah. <laughs> Get changed, have breakfast earlier and drive to church. And yeah. So yeah. Is, and there was a thinking, scene. Sorry, go, go, yeah, go. Sorry, I was just thinking we have to be prayerfully, be more intentional to get ourselves yeah. ready. If we are convicted that that is true. And, and, and it's what we did yeah. before coronavirus. That's right. right? Yeah. We always went, this is inconvenient. If you've had kids <laughs> and had to get them yeah. into the car, right? Oh, yeah. If you're a little bit older and, you know, it, it's harder to get up in the mornings. We went, yeah. this is important. Mm. And we need to get back to saying this is important. Mm. And we would never have said, oh, I'll put off going to church into, until the new year. You know, we would just never say that. Yeah. yeah. I think the other thing that coronavirus has done mm. 
is it's created this sense of self-sufficiency yeah. that's actually a little bit false. What do you mean by self-sufficiency? Well, okay, so long as I've got my Wi-Fi and I can stream stuff and I can order stuff I, and, and I look after myself and that's all I need, right? It, it's me, my health. And as long as I look after that, that's that's the number one thing. And that's as long as I can do that. Do you mean spiritual health or do you mean? No, no, no. I mean, physical health. Okay, right? okay. Yeah. So it's created this false sense of mm. all I need to do is look after me and I'll be right. And that has flowed over into the spiritual, I think. Yeah. And so we've gone, uh, if I've got a decent Wi-Fi connection, I can instantly <laughs> stream content. Um, my community, you know, is as far away as my nearest device. And it can be tempting to think that my spiritual growth can be downloaded remotely as well. Yeah, and that's not true because yeah. the Christian life was never, ever, ever meant to be lived alone. Mm. So you and I both know, Brian, that when we have congregational members who, for whatever reason, start to stop come to church or stop coming to Bible study, one of the things we often say is actually, no, hang on a second. You're at your best when you're connected. That's right. And we often, well, I often use that analogy of the coal. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure you've used it before, right? You <laughs> take a coal. bunch of yeah. you yeah. take a bunch of coals, you heat them up. They're all, you know, getting really hot together, right? That's what coals do mm. when they're firing. But if you take one piece of coal and put it by itself, mm. what happens? Well, you, well it eventually goes cold. Hey, it goes cold and goes yeah. out. Now, how do you heat it up again? Well, you take it, you put it back with the other ones, yeah, right? And in a really simplistic way, that's like us. Mm. If we're isolated from the body of Christ, the preaching of the word, uh, the fellowship of the spirit, then we go cold. Now, it's been forced upon us to be isolated, but it's not what we were created for. Lone Christians is just not a thing. And so you and I were created and redeemed mm to be part of a body of Christ in a particular location, worshiping together, working together for the glory of God. That's what we were made for. Mm. And now it's time to come back. Yeah. There's no good reason not to be. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Definitely hearing all that. Um, yeah. So what can I say? Come back, guys. Come back. So I want to leave you with two more. Yeah, two I mean, it's, more easy to it's easy to convict Brian. <laughs> so easy. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's so much deeper than that. We're talking about God's word and God's people. And we, yeah. want, we want to glorify God. And he wants us to love what he loves. That yeah. But don't you think it's essential? Yeah. Yes, totally. I yeah. Just, yeah. So, so the whole argument has been isolate yourself, isolate yourself, isolate yourself, yeah. except that which is essential yes right so yeah, we, yeah. we talk about essential workers or essential stuff mm -hmm. so if you've got to go to the doctor that's essential that's right. you can go if you've got to go to the grocery store to get food that's essential so you go yeah, that's right, right? Yeah. well we need to remember that corporate worship is essential life essential. business yeah that's right and um, and it's not the way the world sees it which no is not at all material it's it's our spiritual lives you know this is this is what god is talking about this is what's most important right people yeah. need to know the lord jesus you need to keep um reading your god's word and growing in your love and knowledge of, of him um, yep. that's 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 how we do that at church 
And I don't expect our civil authorities hmm. to tell me that church is essential. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice if they saw that yeah. and recognised that, recognised other people's needs, but I don't wait for the civil authorities to tell me that church is essential. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But we've gotten so used to them dictating to us, in the best yeah. sense of the word, yeah. right, and categorising ordinary life's activities mm. into essential and not essential. And, and we, by and large, have complied with that. And so whenever they've designated something as essential, you know, we can do that or they've opened the gates and we can do that. But scripture tells us that worshipping together is essential. And so we must not let our hearts believe and um, believe that worshipping as a church is unimportant. We we just can't do that. So in corporate worship, the people of God assemble in the presence of him who speaks to us in word, song, and prayer, mm. we hear him. We talked about this last week. We, we feast uh, on the gospel on in word, sacrament. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and so we gather at his invitation and according to his commands. Mm. And I think that is essential for life and while it's been great that we've been able to do that remotely and have some semblance of that there's no good reason for us not to do that and i think part of what we need to do is gently rebuke ourselves if this if we fall into this category that church is actually essential to the business of life yeah and we've got to get back to that yeah yeah um yeah it's almost a I was just thinking about the whole essential, non-essential. So the government yeah. has, you know, during the, the peak of, of our second wave has said uh, church isn't essential. Um, and, you know, there are other things like shopping and, and um, the pharmacy, what yeah. have you. Those are essential services. But we know that it's, it's essential. Um, and yet we're, adhe- we're adhering and submitting to the government. But yeah. now actually... There's no case, there's no reason not to come to the government that says you can. And, and for some of us, we haven't got out of the mode of saying yeah. this is not essential. Or we find ourselves with, yeah. by our behavior yeah. saying it's not essential. Yeah, that's right. So, so when I hear those Christians, little comments, little comments yeah, there. but so when I hear Christians say, I'll postpone coming mm. until, well, you're telling me it's not essential because mm. you, you wouldn't postpone going to the groceries. Right, yeah. If you're sick, you wouldn't postpone going to the doctor, mm. right? So what we're saying when we say that is it's not essential. Mm. Or, well, it's important, but I can do it online, yeah. right? Yeah. And look, we could talk about the fact that the church needs you and you need it, that the church makes us holy, uh, that we're a family, all those things, that we've still got work to do, all right? And we've got this uh, wonderful, glorious future where we can impact the world. But I, I think the last thing I want to leave us with to think through, and it may be an angle that we've not thought about. When we are left on our own, we are prone to wander, right? Our hearts, uh, as Jeremiah seventeen nine says, our hearts are, are deceitful above all things right. and are desperately sick, right? Um and so we can quickly grow cold. Yeah. Uh, we can quickly fail to watch out for um, deceitful sin. Mm. Uh, we can stumble into sin. 
And so we need help. And thankfully, we have an answer to that because God has organized his family, his church for the good of our souls. And I wonder if we have forgotten that our elders and our Bible teachers are God's wonderful gifts to us to look out for our souls, right? And so, you know, Paul says to the Ephesian elders, right, keep watch over the sheep. So with love and tenderness and sometimes with urgent words of warning and rebuke, they minister to us in Christ. So in fact, there is no safer place for you to be (laughs) as a sheep than under the watchful care and eye of the congregational shepherds. Mm. And so maybe another way that we've forgotten to think about this is that elders, leadership are these wonderful gifts of Christ for our benefit. Mm. We are not under their watchful eye Mm. if we're not there. That's right. Now, yes, they ring us and we see each other in home group, but we need to be together. So I do feel a little bit like a used car salesman right? <laughs> trying to convince you of something. Yeah. But in many ways, what I really want us to, what I wanted to do was just remind us of these truths mm. that were true before the pandemic and are still true now. And we need to kind of value them and, and, and come back. Mm. Um, so yeah. listeners, come back. Come back. Don't be virtual. Be Thank real. <laughs> and uh, and we look forward to seeing you there. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Uh, two peas in a pod. We'll see you. See you soon. <laughs>